0: is awareness for everyone, an exploration of conscious reality creation and living the best lives we can for ourselves. I am MJ Bleehart, writer, blogger, editor, and 21st century philosopher. Welcome to episode 130, Applying the KISS Principle. Okay, so what exactly is the KISS Principle? It's an acronym for Keep It Simple Stupid. Now, some people interpret this as an insulting version of, you know, keep it simple, stupid, But that's not my interpretation. I see it more as keep it stupidly simple. Keep it simple stupid. It needs to be kept to incredible simplicity because it's all about the simple plan, the simple solution, and the simplest idea and how more often than not, it's the best. 30 years ago, I began to play in a medieval reenactment society. I still play, and my favorite activity there is fencing, or more specifically, medieval rapier combat, which is fencing generally with heavier weapons than you see in Olympic fencing. We tend to use more than one weapon at a time, so we have swords and daggers and more than one sword in each, you know, two swords, one in each hand, swords and shields, swords and staffs. All kinds of stuff. We do all these really cool ways of fighting, very much like they did in the medieval period, and I'm talking around 1500 or so. Uh, we will generally be fighting one on one, but we do also hold events where we do melee combat. And melee combat can be anywhere from two to 100 to 120. Who knows? I've been in fights where it was 125 on one side and 100 on the other. We will fight in the woods. We will fight on open fields. We will fight on fields broken up to simulate towns and bridges. And we have different goals for every one of these battles. Some of them are going to be capture the flag. Some of them are make sure you take out all the other guys. Some of them are a combination of these. They can be all kinds of really cool permutations. And it's a lot of fun. And by guys, I mean the generic non-binary concept of people, because in this game, it's men, it's women, it's non-binaries, it's everybody. We don't discriminate, we don't have any kinds of divides based on gender. We all play, we all fight. Here's the point of this. When it comes to melee combat, and I spoke about this a few weeks ago in a previous podcast, the plan, whatever strategy you have, whatever plan you make, is bound to fail At contact with the enemy, because no plan survives contact with the enemy. The more complicated the plan that you've got, the more likely it is to fail. Why? Because by and large, the more complicated your plan, the more moving pieces it has, and the more possibility of it collapsing. You could build a watch, a really precise, pristine watch that has dozens of little intricate moving parts to make it work. If one of those parts goes bad, the whole thing will stop working and be a really difficult thing to repair, whereas a super simple watch with basic mechanisms and the minimal amount of parts required is going to be super easy to repair. The same thing applies to plans. The same thing applies to strategies. When it comes to these melee fights, I have witnessed people attempt to put together the most convoluted strategic plans you can imagine. They will have all these moving parts and they will require all these variables because they've got all these expectations for how the enemy is going to react. And when we make contact with the enemy and they don't react that way, their convoluted complex plan completely falls apart. Why? because it wasn't simple. It didn't allow for any adaptation. It didn't allow for change. It didn't have any wiggle room. And that's probably the single biggest need for the KISS principle. Keeping it simple stupid leaves you room for adaptation, improvisation, and change when you meet the enemy. This is not just applicable to combat. And this does apply to pretty much every form of combat you can imagine, including martial arts, including warfare, including football, including everything with a combat bent to it. The enemy is not a literal enemy. It's not literal opposition, at least not always. Oftentimes, the enemy is the unexpected, the unplanned for, and the things over which you have zero control. An overcomplicated plan tends to come apart in the face of enemy contact because it's so complicated that when you hit that unexpected thing you can't pivot, you can't turn, you can't do anything about it because you have this complicated plan that's gotten completely thrown away. Let's say that you are making a plan for a relationship. You really want to get yourself into an absolutely perfect relationship. And so you plan out all these little details for how a relationship should be and expectations for your partner and the way you want things to go. This is not about conscious reality creation, which is applicable to this concept. This is about taking too much control and putting in too many specifics and having a way too complicated, inflexible plan. You've got way too many details and you leave no room for exceptions, for alterations, and frankly, for better. So when you don't get those expectations and when you meet the enemy and the unexpected occurs, you're not ready. You can't do anything with it and your entire plan comes apart. Overly detailed plans that cannot be met in full or that will not work in face of the unexpected have no room for change, whereas simple plans... Tend to be flexible. They allow for wiggle room, and it's super important to allow for wiggle room. You need to have space. You need to have the ability to adapt, because let's face it, change is the one and only constant in the entire universe. Oftentimes, you cannot prepare. For change. You can expect that change is going to happen, but a lot of times it's unexpected and things go down that you did not plan for. Your lover dumps you. Didn't see that coming. You lose your job. You get into a nasty car accident that was utterly not your fault and all of a sudden anything you've got planned has been tossed out the window. If you had super complicated, incredibly detailed, overly expectant plans, adapting them is difficult at best, and sometimes completely impossible. One of the examples I used in my blog on this same topic was talking about somebody trying to graduate school with a 4.0 GPA. Everything they do is focused on that 4.0 at their graduation. That is the goal, that is the plan, and nothing is going to get in the way except then they get that really hard-ass, immovable professor who, no matter how good they do, how much they participate, gives nobody a grade higher than a B. They give out no A's at all. And next thing they know, they're looking at that B, and their 4.0 is out the window. Now, if they've got a simple plan of graduating... They can deal with this. They'll roll with it. They'll be displeased, but they can move on. But for some people, that collapse of their plan is the collapse of everything. Because they couldn't meet the expectation they set, the next thing you know, everything's gone to hell and they're not graduating at all because the plan for the 4.0 graduation is gone. So now they start self-sabotaging in other ways. And before you know it, they've dropped out or otherwise moved to another place. That's not always a bad thing, but if you are making plans with no simplicity to them and they are nothing but these complicated, convoluted ideas, you are going to leave yourself with no wiggle room and no room for adjustments. Simple plans are adaptable, but complicated plans tend not to be. And while it might be an oversimplification, that's still the entire point of the KISS principle. Keep it simple, stupid. When you keep it simple, you can adapt it, you can adjust it, you can change it. Many years ago, during one of those melee combats I'm talking about, my orders for my five-person unit was to meet the opposing line and break through it. That was our plan. We were going to break through it because there were forces behind us that were going to push around us and make use of the hole we made. When we reached the line. And mind you, that was our entire plan: hit the line, push through it. When my forces met the line, things had changed on the line that were not expected, and another unit had broken through. So rather than push through and confuse things, I changed up the plan, held my line, held my unit, and watched the other force get collapsed from behind by somebody else. Thus, adapting a simple plan. To another simple plan, and no complication, it was easy to change. Then, when we'd met that expectation and we had nobody left to fight, we rolled over to the right and went after the next set of forces. That's the way a good plan works. It's so simple that it doesn't require a lot of thought. It doesn't require a lot of moving parts. It just is. One of my favorite things to do in a melee combat is a simple maneuver to roll around an enemy force. You roll left, you roll right. It's all referred to as a roll or a wheel. And a lot of times I've seen people complicate it by requiring a pivot person. Person number three in this five-person line is our pivot. We're all going to pivot on them. Yeah, that's great. Except that when that person doesn't move at the right time and the line doesn't actually circle, your entire plan might collapse. Or, when you meet the other line and they don't meet you head on but try to pivot on you, what do you do if your pivot person is ill-prepared? The point is the simpler plan, rolling the entire damned line and not having some pivot person to rely on, was better and much more adaptable. And that's the thing. Simple plans are adaptable. They can be changed. They can be flexed. And they leave room for improvement. They leave room for better to come along. I can plan all I want to be a best-selling author. I'd love that. That is one of my ultimate goals. I want my sci-fi works out there, and I want readers to be clamoring for my next books. But I can't plan for that. All I can do is write, improve my writing, get better editors, make sure my stories are good, and keep putting my work out there. Hopefully, along the way, as I improve, as I continue to do my work, I'll head in that direction. But if I made a complicated plan that was completely hell-bent on that, and then, after publishing, at the moment, 11 books, and not having achieved it, how would I react? If my plan was convoluted and complicated and leaving no wiggle room, I might very well give up. But I'm not. I'm still writing. I'm still creating these stories. Which brings me to another important factor in all of this, which is that simple plans, simplicity is not weak, it is not foolish, and it is not unworthy. A lot of people see these things as too little, and so they want to have this more complicated idea. Well, it worked before, I got a better idea. The thing is this, more often than not, the reason the simple plan keeps working again and again and again is because it's adaptable. Because it's designed to be changed, to be adjusted, to be altered. And applying the KISS principle is super, super easy. All you have to do is look at any strategy in any situation you are in and decide, is this simple? Can I handle this? Could a 12-year-old child deal with this plan? If the answer is no, you might want to look at how complicated you've made it. And is it an unnecessary Complication. Did you add some moving pieces because you thought they'd help, but in truth, all they do is add complexity that's completely unnecessary to the goal? Because that's really what it comes down to. The more moving pieces, the more complexities, the more convoluted aspects you toss into any given plan or strategy, the more prone to failure it becomes and the more inadaptable it becomes. A simple plan might look and Be simple when all is said and done. But the truth of it is that it's realization of the need to have wiggle room. It's recognizing that there needs to be space for adaptability, adaptation, change, alterations, whatever. Whatever you are doing with your life, whatever situation you're in, it's never a bad idea to pause and look at your plans, look at your strategies, look at your tactics, and decide Am I doing this? the hard way or am i doing it the easy way because it never ceases to amaze me how keep it simple stupid is incredibly useful advice it's so easy to put into play and to help keep not only your life simpler but everything that you're trying to do easier we love to complicate our lives in so very many ways and tools that were developed to simplify our lives have really gone a long ways towards complicating them even further. And yet, we have so much more power than we realize because all of us are empowered to live our lives under our control. And one way to do that is via awareness and being mindful of your thoughts, feelings, actions, intentions, and such, and everything that you do and the choices you make, And when you keep it simple, stupid, you make it easier to make changes, to alter things, and if a plan is going well, to plan a new version of it and do the next. Because let's face it, so long as you are living, you are making plans, you are strategizing, and you are doing new and different things. Why do you need to reinvent the wheel? Why do you need to build the better mousetrap for this plan? How come it needs complexity? The answer is doesn't. Keep it simple stupid. That is not a sign of weakness. It is not a terrible idea. And just because a plan is simple doesn't mean that it's not utterly brilliant, because sometimes all you need is a simple plan. And that can be so, so empowering. Thank you for joining me for Awareness for Everyone and sharing in this exploration of conscious reality creation and living the best lives we can for ourselves. If you have any questions or comments, please go ahead and email me at author at You can follow me via Instagram and Twitter at mjbleehart and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to Fima Honey. She is the awesome artist who created my cover art. If you're interested in commissioning work from her, you can email her at veinsofink 2017 at gmail.com. And you can check out her Etsy shop, Talia's inspirations for the rest of her awesome art. Please visit my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com, my articles at mjbleehart.medium.com, and my various published books on Amazon. Thank you, and I hope that you are discovering how awareness for everyone begins with you and me and really is something that we can practice to live more fully and to improve our lives i